Hiya, you're right. Welcome to Hiya, you're right. So this is a podcast about looking after each other and ourselves as health workers during the pandemic. So I'm Nikki Jones. I'm a mental health nurse. Um, I'm currently working with education and training. And I'm Sue Prosser, a social worker, also currently working with education and training. We both have a passionate interest in resilience and how do we get through hard times. In this podcast, each week we'll discuss our wellbeing strategies, our successes and failures, and we'll have a guest from a different area of the LHD share their tips too. So together we can share ideas to get us through. Hiya, you all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually fine. How, how are you? Are you all right? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Good, yeah, good week. Okay. No all right, well, that's the end of episode three. Thanks for joining us. Oh, come on, you must be more than that. <laughs> oh, so, we'd just like to do a bit of a shout out for Nicole Sidevans, who um, works with us on this podcast, who um, doesn't like being heard, but is awesome at editing. So, yes, yeah, so we're wanting to thank her, and we tricked her into uh, being part of today's <laughs> podcast. So, now uh, we'll start again. Hello, welcome to episode three of Hiya, You All Right? So, Hiya, You All Right? Yeah, yeah, I am, I am, yeah. Um, and I guess this is the time of the podcast that we kind of talk about what are some of our challenges or strengths or weaknesses of self-care and looking after ourselves that work during this time. Um, Sometimes I'll... we say successes and failures. Yeah. Sometimes we say Six, yeah, I don't know yeah. the word failure. I just think it's so. so yeah, 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 kind yeah. Of like yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so challenges this week in regards to well-being and looking after. I guess one of the challenges has been, I guess, kind of being pulled in lots of directions at the moment with work and projects and bits and bobs need needing done to mm. be done, and I guess really that sometimes has kind of frazzled me a little bit mm. so yeah that's certainly been a challenge one of my strengths um strengths around, uh, yeah success um, or success strengths yeah. well-being. do you want me to come back to you yeah okay so my uh challenge this week has been around boundaries so I think what I've struggled a bit with is because work is very changeable at the moment and I know the importance of having clear boundaries between work and home Uh, but I think at the moment that's been a little bit harder and I also because sometimes we're working from home and the work has bled into home probably more than it's ideal so that would be my challenge. And what about your strengths in regard to your well-being this week Sue? Um, well, actually, I don't even think I've told you this yet, you know, in our off-podcast life. Um, so I have um, enrolled, uh, along with a family member, into uh, Yale are doing a free course, The Science of Happiness. Yeah, so I've enrolled into that and just doing that in my own time. And I'm really enjoying it. And I'm really enjoying it because I love learning. Yep. Um, but I love learning around the evidence and the theory and it's an online course and you get to think about the things that we're talking about but 
hear it from a completely different perspective. So that's kind of filled me up a bit. Okay. Yeah, so I feel like I'm learning something new and mm. interesting. Mm. We had to come back to you. Yes. Yours. So I have strength. thought. Yes. And I know we said in the first episode about not learning Mandarin, mm. which you'll be pleased to know I have not learned Mandarin. However, what I have learned, I have succumbed a little bit to the. I've been doing a bit of DIY, mm, and yes. so I guess I actually find I like that creative stuff, and, yes. I, and I like you know the visual of having something a finished product. So I guess one of the successes is yeah I have been doing some stuff, but I've also learned how to hang a door and put up roller blinds. Fantastic! So I do feel quite yeah. accomplished, and it's kind of. Um, it's so different from work yes. world as well. Yes. I, I like that. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. The room yeah. looks better. So, yeah, yeah no, that's, that's wonderful. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Well done. Um, so now we will move to introducing our guest this week. And uh, we want to welcome Jenna Bolton, who's a physiotherapist currently working in ICU. Thank you for coming along. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. That's great. Um, so we've asked Jenna because we have heard uh, Jenna talking about some of the things that they have been doing within Physio and some of the great initiatives. So we're going to get to that, but we, as we always do with all our guests, first of all, we'd like to ask you if you don't mind sharing some of your own wellbeing challenges and successes. I think, um, like everyone, when the pandemic first hit Australia, I was feeling really um, overwhelmed, definitely not myself, very snappy. Um, and that lasted a good few weeks, I think. And I think it was more or less just that I needed that time to readjust to all the new things that were happening at work, all the new information, um, and really a, a new way of living. Mm. Um, and I found that I was spending a lot of time on social media and watching the news and, you know, seeing all this footage from Italy and just thinking, I, I, I don't know how I'm possibly going to work in this, these kind of circumstances. Um, so, yeah, it was extremely overwhelming. And it took me, I would say, a good couple of weeks to get back into my groove and to find, I guess, a new routine. Um, I like routine. I like things to be a certain way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it has taken me a while to get back um, into a good headspace um and I must say I noticed that with you because you're always so sunny and just a joy to run into and talk to and um one day I saw you and you were justifiably cranky about a parcel being delivered or not delivered (laughs) and I thought that's different it was a different Jenna and I think it's important to acknowledge yeah actually I have been through that and now I can see that and I'm a little bit out the other side yes but the what parcel you? is still oh, missing though so oh. you know that's still a bugbear of mine but that's okay <laughs> different completely different story well, I was just going to ask about what was the catalyst yes. for you noticing okay I'm not quite myself at the moment was it the parcel or was it something else or someone said something to you or you kind of yeah I, I think it was more my partner kind of yeah. brought it to my attention you know, I guess if I was being not myself at work, I was probably more so not myself at home. And he, I think, was the one that was like, it's not all doom and gloom. 
it'll be okay and we will come out the other side of it. And that's kind of when I realised, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, this is obviously affecting me and it's affecting him um, enough for him to kind of point that out to me. Yeah, yeah. And I think it is, it's not that the things that you feel cranky about are invalid, but it's just if you notice or, like Nikki's saying, yeah, who is it that notices that can let you know that you're not yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. definitely my partner. And then, how did you? Um, so, once you got that feedback, how did you then um, change? So, I think it was about trying to establish a new routine for me. I, I like I said, I like to have my routine. Mm-hmm. So, and it was all completely out of whack, as I'm sure it was for absolutely everyone. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was about establishing that new routine and going. Well, I can't go to the gym to exercise. So, what am I going to do to kind of fix that part and and getting back into a routine of meal prepping and Mm -hmm. things like that the other thing for me is that I normally carpool to work and so I live about 45 minutes from here and I carpool with my work wife Um, but given the social distancing rules we decided that we probably shouldn't be doing that and she works in a different department to me now so I've been commuting by myself which I haven't done for four or five years and I had all this spare time and so I was, you know, trying to think of ways that I can make the most of that spare time. So now I've got my little routine. I listen to podcasts on the way to work in the morning and then I spend the afternoon commute home calling a friend or a family member so right. I can, yeah, catch up with them as well and still, you know, maintain those important relationships while I can't go and see them. And I think that's important maybe to acknowledge that that was a loss because that's a real source of support and friendship for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's just good to be able to have that person in the car to debrief with on the way home. So you get exactly. home and you've got all that stuff off your chest yes. and you're ready to just go on with home life rather yeah. than yeah, work yeah. life. So not only did you have all the changes in work and everything happening, you lost one of your main supports. Yeah, not, not forever but just in that everyday support yeah. that you had, um, which I think that does that does affect you, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. And I, I think as you referred to earlier, um, your colleague is like your work wife. And I think, you know, not to underestimate the emotional connectedness and, and when you with your work colleagues and when you do work, um, lose them um, through the, you know, not being able to travel together or working remotely or different areas, which is happening a lot, you know, it really does impact on us. Yeah, definitely. So has there been any specific initiatives for your team wellbeing out of that realisation? From a physio team point of view, we're a really tight-knit little team here. Mm. Um, We would always start at the same time. We have a morning meeting to start our day to see, you know, who's busy and who's not um, before we head to our different wards. But, you know, if someone's really busy on one ward and we've got other people that are less busy, we'll always go and help across wards. Mm. Um, And then we found ourselves in a situation where we were all starting at different times because of the social distancing rules. We didn't want too many people in the office at once. Um, we previously, before um, COVID, would have our lunch all together as a team and then, you know, we had these staggered lunch breaks mm. and then we were finishing at different times. So you were only really seeing three or four people and the same three or four people every day. Mm. And I think, too, that was a bit of adjustment for us. We felt um, quite disconnected with our team. Um, so from that, we started a WhatsApp group so that we could all kind of stay in contact and we could all communicate with each other really easily. We have a really supportive manager who was, he's very aware, I guess, of team morale, especially at the moment. Um, so my colleague Jess and I 
um, were nominated as the wellness warriors Yay! for our department. <laughs> Woohoo! We love that. Wellness warriors. Yes. That's so, fantastic. What does that mean? Well, um, we know that physios love a bit of healthy competition. Oh, so it's going to be exercise, exercise, exercise. <laughs> it's not. We made sure it wasn't just physical challenges um but basically what we've been doing is we've been sending around a challenge through our whatsapp group every day or couple of days um and we've got a bit of a leaderboard going on so you get points for completing the challenges and so, so we're competitive. having like our own little COVID Olympics. Oh, um, that's wonderful. And people are getting so involved. So we have had things like, you know, video evidence of you doing 10 burpees or um, one day we asked for people to send through five things that they're grateful about. Right, Which just ended up being a big love fest. It was beautiful. No. Um, what kind of, um, just to give us an idea, what kind of things were people saying? I think... Probably the main thing people were talking about was, you know, being healthy, having their right. health, which is perfect, but also um, the team. So right. I was wondering that. Yeah. Very grateful for our team. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it has – it seemed to work really well for the physio department, a bit of healthy competition. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of keeping us all connected. Connected. Um, that's the word, isn't it? Definitely. Definitely yeah. connection. And I guess that, uh, one of the burning questions is where are you on the leaderboard? Well, myself and Jess, as the Wellness Warriors, aren't competing because we're sick. I know, which is heartbreaking because obviously I like to get involved in these things. But you know, it's 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 all the good of the team. Yes, uh, yeah, Olympic rules and regulations. Yes, we have very strict rules um, in terms of social distancing and things like that. So yeah, yeah. So you've been able to do all that and keep the social distancing, and I think it's really innovative the way that you've done that. So congratulations and kudos to you. Were you surprised or can you tell us about the level of engagement? So it sounds like there's some people that really got involved. Was that sort of across the board or were, yeah? Yeah, pretty much everyone has some points in some way. The first challenge we actually did was the burpee challenge. Um, So we had a good laugh at some um, (laughs) some people's technique. And we're being mindful, obviously, not to take up work time doing these challenges. Sure. So a lot of people um, sent through videos of their teaching their dogs to try and, you know, Beautiful. sit and lay and jump, which was hilarious. So, How do you get a dog to Oh, some of these girls are incredible. And, yeah. That should be a whole different podcast. Exactly. <laughs> are we thinking about our pets? My poor old Maxie. <laughs> Oh, bless him. Oh, he's 16. There's no way he's doing He's not burping. Don't no. I, I have a pug. He definitely doesn't burpee. <laughs> <laughs> he snores, but no burpees. Yeah. Fantastic. So it's been good fun, and I think it's just really helped with team morale, and it's lightened the mood a bit, and, you know, it just that sends that message that it's okay, and we're all in this together, and we still can have a bit of fun and a yeah. laugh. And, and I think it sends it in a really... Um, meaningful way so you're not just saying it you're actually demonstrating it through you getting to see each other do funny things and so the first one was burpees Mm -hmm. and then some of the other things that you've done so some of the other things that we've done are oh we've been sending through like regular riddles so getting people to solve little riddle and on the weekend we did a fun one 
Um, I don't know if you guys have seen any of the bin isolation yes. pictures. Yes. yes. Oh, you, you guys have been dressing up. Yeah. So we had one girl dress up in her wedding dress to take oh. the bin out. Um, We're always a sucker for a wedding. I know. Sorry, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> one of the other team members did like a little Cowboys and Indians scene with her two toddlers. Oh, um, it was so fun. So, yeah, they've they've done a brilliant job. So it's been Excellent. So where do you get the idea for these challenges? Um, coming up with these with your, your colleagues. Yeah. So where are you, you finding new inspiration? I guess just things that we have come across on social media or we've got a bit of a um, list happening so we've constantly got back up to fall back on so we don't have to think of something new each day. I mean, um, yes, it's very organised. It is. It's in a spreadsheet. <laughs> it's colour coordinated. It's beautiful. Fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's been fun. And I think what's, what is great about that is also that you have taken it seriously. So, you know, you haven't just said, oh, yes, we'll do something and gone half-hearted about it. You've actually really shown commitment to it. Yeah, and, and like you said, you, you know, you've been doing things at home and, you know, outside of work hours and, and still connecting and, yeah. and spending you know, and it sounds like everybody's committed to this because yeah. it's fun. And yeah. yeah, and there's no prize at the end of it. It's just bragging rights to say that you got the most points. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We all need bragging rights. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're obviously all getting something out of it. Otherwise, they wouldn't keep engaging. Yes, and even if it's just that you know it's bringing a smile to someone's face, then yeah. it's it's working, and yeah. um, we're achieving our goals. So, I love it. Yeah, it's fantastic. So uh, just picking up on dinner and talking about um, work wife and, um, you know, being close with your colleagues. So uh, I actually didn't know Sue until about <laughs> two and a half weeks ago. And, Not true. Um, <laughs> yesterday um, I accidentally, I think it was about one o'clock in the afternoon, I was actually um, messaging Sue um, about some work stuff and I accidentally sent her a message saying night hun <laughs> and um, it took me a while to realise um, I was actually sending a message to a family member in the UK <laughs> who was actually going to bed so I was saying night hun to her but I'd actually sent it to Sue who now is officially my work wife. <laughs> Yeah, it was, you know, I did puzzle a little bit about it. It was one o'clock in the afternoon, uh, night hun. I was just like, hmm. Now, uh, just following up from uh, last week, we'll, we'll go first to Nikki because she's had a week to think about it and then we'll come to you, Jenna. So we have been doing a regular spot of your dream creative talent, either, you know, something you would really love to be fantastic at. So Nikki... After pondering for a week, what have you come up with? Well, I have a unique um, taste in music. I love acid techno music and I basically decided I wish I was a techno DJ. Fantastic. Fantastic. So if there's any DJs out there that want to teach me. I think let's have a mashup of like my Broadway singing and your acid, what is it? Acid techno. Yeah. That would be like a new whole new genre. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not now, sure how that one's going to work. No, but, but we can work it's a that. dream. It's yeah, a dream. Yeah. Uh, now, Jenna, what is your uh, dream creative talent that you would like to have? 
I've been dreading this question. Dream creative talent. I'm, I'm not a very talented person. I think probably my biggest talent is my ability to sleep, um, but that's something I've already, you know, mastered well and truly. That's a fantastic. Yeah. I wish I had that one. Can you give us, because I know quite a lot of people that we've spoken to on the podcast have mentioned um, not being able to sleep. What are some tips, strategies, routines? What, what makes you a sleep icon? Yes. How do you do it? I just close my eyes. <laughs> Funny story, I was I was travelling Europe um, quite a few years ago with one of my friends. We've been friends since primary school and she's always had trouble sleeping. And I remember after about, our, you know, fourth or fifth night in a hostel and she said, I can always tell when you fall asleep because your breathing changes. And she said, it happens so quickly. We can be mid-conversation and then all of a sudden I go, ah, she's fallen asleep. And she said, I just, I struggle, especially when I'm in a, you know, I'm not in my own environment. I really struggle to fall asleep. And my question to her was, have you tried closing your eyes? And she was like, yes, I've tried closing my eyes. I don't just lay here with my eyes wide open. But yeah, I, I don't have, you know, you know, the whole sleep hygiene yes. shouldn't be, you know, no yeah. screens. And yeah. no, I, it could be anywhere or any place and I can close my eyes. As long as I can rest my head on something comfortable, I'm out like a light. So you've That's got a gift. It's I not do. really something you work at. It's no. an innate yeah. kind of gift yeah. Yeah. that a lot of people would like to have, I, I think. think. you might need to bottle that up <laughs> and um, start selling that. Yeah. I'll try. <laughs> could make a mozza. Yeah. So yeah, if, it, if there's something that you'd like to be able to do, what would it be? Well, I would love to have building skills. I think that would be so handy. I did pull the skirting boards off my bedroom last night, ready for some painting and things on the weekend. Um, Have left some holes in the gyp rock. But, you know, I would love to have some DIY building skills. Perfect, perfect. (laughs) We might just finish up. We're all just laughing. about something that may or may not be in the final <laughs> it will edit. definitely be edited. <laughs> so, uh, Jenna, we'd like to thank you very much for coming along. Is there any other final thoughts that you'd like to add? No, just thanks for having me. I think you guys are doing a brilliant job. It's a fantastic initiative um, and, yeah, well done. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Jenna. It's been lovely to have you. Thank you.